good morning, friends. This is Ashley with Daily Encouragement. By the time you guys hear this episode, it will be April 14th. I got a lot I want to share with you guys today. Um, Really, really quick, I had completely forgotten about this. I recorded a podcast with a fellow podcaster. My gosh, I think it was back in maybe February. January, February, something like that. Anyway, it was like a month ago, maybe two months ago. And uh, she finally just released the episode on March 17th. Um, It's where I share my testimony of why I started a podcast. It's with Jaws Speaks Digital Podcast. Jaws, J-A-W-S. Okay. Uh, So, yeah. You guys go ahead and uh, check it out. Jaws Speaks Digital Podcast. You guys can check out my testimony to why I started a podcast. And she's got a, she had a little mini series on there where she had more than myself share why they started a podcast. And there's a, a huge variety of women on there. You know, I think it's really, really great to hear stories of other people, you know, why they're doing stuff like that. You know, you guys, don't be afraid to kind of tap into your dreams and the things that you want to do. Um, Here's the thing. God doesn't work on our circumstances, right? He works above and beyond them. So your life is not dependent upon current circumstances. Your life is dependent upon him working in you and the things that he's put inside of you, your imagination, right? Those dreams, those, those desires, those things that you want to do in your life, right? That is really where your real life is, you know, and it's just an amazing place to live, you guys. So um, go check out her podcast, Jaw Speaks Digital. You guys can hear some testimonies of women and uh, different people who have uh, why they started a podcast. And she's got other resources on there uh, with podcasting, um, with like marketing and, you know, all kinds of business things, you guys. A really great resource to go check her out over there. So anyway, my friends, Um, I just wanted to continue this conversation. We are shutting down values today. Today's the last day and we're going to be getting into communication. As far as I know, um, this girl right here has got a little homework to do as far as where we're at in the process. But uh, yeah, we're going to be closing up values here. Definitely by today or by the end of this week, you guys, we're going to be jumping into communication. Um, So I want to finish unpacking that for you guys um, going through the last question. And uh, before we get into it, though, I just want to continue to encourage you with some things that God has been putting inside of me that have really been strengthening me um, perspective. And I want to share it with you guys because I believe that's what I'm here for. You know, Um, I'm here to encourage the body of Christ. I'm here to to encourage you with the words God's encouraging me with and to help you see that God's word is in you. And we just got to break past the barriers. Right. And so let's go ahead and pray, you guys. I want to get into this word and get into, uh, you know, this process that, you know, you can continue to go through yourself so you can be more, you know, uh, firm, secure, and steadfast. That is supposed to be the result of God's grace, my friends. And uh, this live coaching series, this is my attempt to give this process to you so you can have it as well. So let's go ahead and pray, you guys, and let's have this conversation. So, uh, Father God, thank you for this day, Lord. Thank you that your mercies renew every morning. Thank you, God, that you are so faithful no matter what. God, you are amazing. And I just thank you, God, for this season that you're bringing all of us through right now to learn to see you for who you truly are and not on what we think or even the images that are constantly thrown at us, God, that is so overwhelming at times. Um, The things that we see and how they completely contradict who you are and they put fear into us, God. And you're not that kind of God. You know, we weren't created to have fear in our hearts, Lord. And I just thank you, Jesus, that you've come to lead us back to the garden. You know, you've come to lead us back into the truth of who we really are to live in your word and the knowledge of you, for you to really be our God inside of our minds and our hearts, to love you with all of our heart, soul, mind, and strength, Lord. And through that, God, 
we can love our neighbors as ourselves and we can invest our talents, God, to let our foundation just be in loving you and you loving us and always going back to that when we're off kilter. Lord, I thank you that we have a process that we can always go back and we can restabilize ourselves, Lord, because, because you're in us, Father. So I just pray you bless this podcast today. Bless the words that are coming out of my mouth, Lord. You know that I want to encourage my brothers and sisters out in the world, all around the world, Lord. Um, so I just pray that you would strengthen them today. Give them some perspective, God, for this day. Give us this day our daily bread, Lord. You say, man, does not live on bread alone, but by every word that comes from your mouth. So Lord, um, supply both for us today, right? Our daily bread and the bread that we need from you, the bread from heaven, God, the things that will really sustain our souls and our hearts, God, in this world. So Lord, people can look to us and say, wow, how, how, how are you so strong, firm, secure, and steadfast when this world is dying away? God, we know you created us to be those people, God. So let us be those people. Let us uh, fall in love with you more and more, God. And uh, lo- let us just be the light. No, unashamed, God. So we love you, Lord. We thank you. And we just pray all these things in Jesus' name. So you guys, uh, I want to continue this conversation. But before I get into it, again, I want to kind of jump back into some things that I've really been thinking about lately. I list- You guys, I listen to my podcast because if I want to promote it on social media, I at least w- or I at least want to have an idea of what I'm talking about. You know what I mean? because it's two weeks in advance. And so by the time you guys hear this, it's going to be April 14th, but it's really March 31st, right? So um, I at least want to kind of be familiar. And I was listening to it today and I I was talking about, um, I asked the question, are you rooted in images or are you rooted in the word? And I was supposed to do a video on Facebook and I never did the video. I was like, dang it, Lord, I need to do that video on that. So I'm going to write that down really quick, you guys, because I think it's really important. It was kind of a revelation I had a couple weeks ago. And I want to be able to share it with you guys, okay? So, um, rooted in word, not in images. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna do that video today, you guys, for you. So I hope you guys can find it today on my daily encouragement page. I'm gonna ask the Lord remind me. I'm gonna go back to my notes and. I want to share that with you guys. Like I said, you know, God has a really amazing way of strengthening us. And I was in Jeremiah, uh, you know, 15 and 16 yesterday, 14, 15 and 16, just kind of reading through the whole thing. I was looking at God's heart. I was looking at Jeremiah's heart and I was just looking at this dynamic of, you know, Jeremiah is so honest with God. Ah, man. You know, and he's like, Lord, when your words came, I ate them. They were my joy and my heart's delight. And you guys, I hope you guys are eating God's word in that same type of way, right? That you are eating God's word, that it's your joy and your delight. You know, it's pretty amazing that that's supposed to be the result of you eating God's word, right? And we can tell if we're not eating God's word properly when the conclusions we're coming to about God that don't match up with who he really is. And it was funny because as you read through this, right, he goes, you know, Lord, he goes, your words came to me. They're my joy. I ate them. They're my joy, my delight. For I bear your name, Lord Almighty. He's like, I never sat in the company of revelers. I didn't make merry with them. Um, I was alone. Your hand was on me. He goes, why? But then he asked the question. He's still talking to the Lord. He goes, why is my pain unending and my wound grievous and incurable? You are to me like a deceptive brook, like a spring that fails. I was like, wow, you guys look at the rawness of that. You know what I mean? I just thought that was so amazing. And I love that he was so bold with God, but then God turns around and he goes, therefore, this is what the Lord says. If you repent, I will restore you that you may serve me. If you utter worthy, not worthless words, you will be my spokesman. I said, oh, Lord, I love you for that. Right. God, God lets you consume his word. He lets you 
come to your conclusions about it. And then he rebukes us, but not in a harsh way, right? Not like in a condemning way or whatever. He's just like, oh, okay, well, if you repent, if you realize that the conclusions you've come to about me are not true, right? If you utter worthy words and not worthless words, because God's like, what you're saying, the conclusions you're coming to is not consistent, right? I'm not a deceptive brook or a spring that fails. He's like, I know who I am. Do you know who I am? <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. You guys, and that's the place I want to continually be with the Lord that, you know, I will, I will take his word in. I hope you guys are taking it in. And then, but if, and if you're not coming to the right conclusion, don't, don't judge yourself. And isn't it funny how we do that? You can know when you're off track or you're, you're coming to the wrong conclusion of who the Lord is. And you know that, so you try to like rationalize it instead of just following through with the emotion of it. Like, yeah, Lord, this is what I think. This is how I'm feeling, right? It, you know, I was thinking about this too. The more you're able to face yourself in this way, kind of like Jeremiah did before the Lord, the more you're going to be able to understand the thought behind the feeling. Because in order for you to really make some massive transitions in your life, you've got to be willing to have a paradigm shift, a, a completely different perspective. You can modify, you know, your habits or your behaviors to try to give a different result, but you have to realize it was the paradigm that you were operating from to begin with that resulted in those behaviors and those habits and those attitudes anyway, right? You could, you could actually have the wrong paradigm and then get yourself going faster in, in the wrong direction because you have motivation and you've got good habits and attitudes, right? We don't want to do that, you guys. So, you know, we got to be willing to kind of, okay, yes. When God's words come to you, eat them. They are your joy and your delight. And then if you find yourself thinking that God is not good, that he's not trustworthy, that he's not going to follow through with what he said, we can look at it and it's like, just repent. I will restore you that we may serve him. We don't want to be the people who who communicate worthless words. And I think that's why God gets so frustrated why he did back in the day, because, you know, he would, we had, we had these prophets, you know, who were saying things, but they weren't consistent with what God's heart was and what he was saying. You know, we don't want to like throw our own twist on stuff. You know what I mean? Like, it's good to be human and relate to each other and be like, yeah, I felt that. But when we start going around, like our word is thus saith the Lord, we're going to be in trouble for that. Right. I mean, God's word's the only word that's going to continue on. So, you know, you guys get what I'm saying? So just being willing to let God, you know, correct us in that way. And, you know, that's one thing the Lord's really been working on me, you guys, is uh, just sort of this idea of emptying me, emptying your mind. Because here's the thing. I was I was reading this really great book, you guys. I'm not sure where it's, I'm not sure where it's at. I think it's called The Inside Out Revolution. It is so good. And he, he brings up the whole point of, you know, your thoughts are going to create how you feel. And if you don't like how you feel, a lot of times people will try to change the way they feel by adding to or, or doing this or doing that. When the truth is, you just have to be completely empty, right? Be in that silence. And what does the Lord always say? Be still, you know, go before him. So I'm like, you know what, Lord, help me to empty myself out before you, not to have so much junk inside of me. Cause you know, it's really easy to do guys to get on social media these days. You watch the news, you see what's going on in the world. And, you know, because I'm trying to have this balance of being aware of what's happening. And then at the same time, being aware of the life that God has inside of me as well, right? Like to where there, there, there's a wall 
a, a wall of protection, there's a boundary, right? I'm not letting the world get inside of me. I'm aware of the world, but it's not in me. Does that make sense? And so I know when the world has gotten inside of me, when I start doubting God's character and his heart towards me. And I say, oh man, Lord, you know what? I went too far today. You got to empty it out. I cannot let your, any other words be in me, right? And it's funny because I have a completely different perspective now of what God talks about with adultery, you know? He was, he, he says his seed, his word should be the only thing in you. Not these other words that are out there, you guys, and these other uh, words and images. Cause you're, you're the knowledge you put in your mind, that's going to become your God. You know, and that's why God's always saying, look, you really got to guard your thoughts. You know, you got to be careful what you entertain. So, you know, and that's the other thing. What, you know, you guys know what I can do sometimes. I'm gonna be real honest and transparent because that's the only thing I really know how to do. I want to relate to you guys in a human way. And at the same time, all of us kind of get to the higher self of, you know what, God, I know that we're beyond that. You know what I mean? I know we don't have to live in this place. Um, so I can look at the past. I can look at how God worked with people in the Bible. I can look at other people's lives and I can go ahead and cut myself off from the promises of God just because what I see he's done in other believers' lives, other people that have served him. I can go ahead and just assume that that's going to be true for me. And you know what? I feel like the Lord's really been rebuking me on that. It's like, Ashley, you know what? You didn't live in that time period. You're not living that person's life. You guys, and that's the thing you got to remember. You are only within your own self. The spirit of man only, you only know your own spirit, your own thoughts, your own heart, your own character, your own everything, right? So we have to be careful that we don't uh, assume, put God in a box in any type of way based upon what we can see going on in other people's lives, especially if they're Christians. You know what I mean? You know, and, and think of, I, I keep bringing this up. This keeps coming to my mind, but I'm just going to roll with it. You know, um, like with Joshua and Caleb going into the promised land. They went back to their brothers and they said, hey, it's a good land. And, and they were scared. So your own people sometimes can be your biggest hindrance. That's why that's why you got to learn to be more secure within yourself. And you got to be convinced of God in your life, the promises of God. You've got to be willing to let God empty you. And if, if the words that you're reading on the screen and the things you're seeing on the TV, if you feel more fear and condemnation and isolation, you know you've been consuming way too much of someone else's word. And that's when you know that, you know what, God? I got a, I got a clean house today. There's something, this is not right, right? So you guys, I just wanted to share that with you today. Um, you know, God's been just reminding me to be emptied. The only thing that should be in you, Ashley, is my word. So you guys, be emptied. The only thing that should be in you is, is the word of God. Don't be ignorant of the things that are going on, but at the same time, have a boundary. You know what I mean? God knows who he's letting in and who he's not getting in. You you got to know that too. You got to know what's coming in and what's staying out. You have to guard the door of your heart and your mind. That's your that's our responsibility, you guys. The Lord tells us all the time, guard it, guard it, guard it, guard it. Make it obedient. Right? Remember we talked about that with uh, 2 Corinthians 4? I think it's 2 Corinthians 4, you guys. You know, breaking down strongholds. Take every thought captive. Make it obedient to Christ. If your thoughts are not resulting in obedience... In a sense of you guys, obedience is submission. Coming underneath, coming underneath the Lord, acknowledging your heir. Like you know what, Lord, I don't have all understanding and, and wisdom to understand who you are. You know, help me to help me to surrender. 
That's true obedience. That's what God's looking for. He ain't looking for someone to just be a yes man and be compulsive. That's not obedience. That's compulsion. He ain't looking for that. He's looking for way more than that, you guys. So, um, anyway, let's finish this conversation about values. Um, so we are on question number seven. Um, the purpose of me taking you guys through, oh, it looks like there's eight. Oh my gosh, there's nine questions. I had no idea. Wow, you guys, I've really been doing my homework. Okay, cool. So yeah, we might have another day or two on this. We'll just see how it goes. Um, so the purpose of me bringing you guys through this whole core values thing is because core values are your deepest needs at the end of the day. And it's important to ask yourself these questions because you got to know what's keeping you from what you need. And you got to know what you need to get what you need. Does that make sense? So you have to understand both dynamics. That's what I'm trying to tell you. You cannot be afraid to face areas in your life where you have regret and pain. There's an amazing insight that's there. Because if your feelings are tied to your thoughts, if you try to cut the emotion off, you're cutting off the thought that's going to lead to the insight as to why you're going down that road. Right? We cannot be afraid to approach um, God and ourselves in the wholeness of ourselves. We can't live divided against ourselves, right? Um, because you're always going to be miserable. You're like, well, dang, well, how come I'm not doing what I want to do? Because you don't want to face the the paradigms, uh, the emotions of it. You got to face the emotion to get to the thought, okay? So if you just face the emotion of it and you just kind of sit with it, God will reveal to you the things that you're thinking that is leading to that. And that's where you can get some freedom. But if you just think that you can just cut all your emotions off and do this logically, it's not going to work because your emotion is the result of the thoughts that you're living by. But you can't get to the thought until you deal with the first things first, right? So learning to kind of sit with yourself in that way. It's okay to feel, right? When Jesus said die to yourself, he didn't say die to your emotions. He didn't say die to your thoughts. He didn't say die to your soul. He said die to you wanting to have an exalted reputation that only comes from, you know, man, right? You, you need to be able to live from your motives and intentions without fear. Right. And that's kind of what the Pharisees were doing. Right. They weren't go they weren't telling people their motives and intentions. We want to kill the Messiah. They were real crafty with it. They used the word of God to cover up their deceit and their duplicity. So we don't want to be that way, you guys. So um, it's really important that you know your deepest needs. Those are your values are that your real deep needs of your heart that really were formed when you were growing up, you know, so be able to face, you know, what do I really need? What 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 do I have in my life that's going really good? Identify the values on that. What needs are being met right now that are giving you fulfillment, joy, peace, right? Peace is really the ultimate state of being. Jesus said he's going to give us peace. And then you have to be able to identify areas in your life where you don't have peace. And you have to, you know, be able to figure out, okay, well, what do I need then? Where do I need to, you know, be, where do I need to be living by my, my, my core values here instead of, you know, um, the excuses to why I'm not. Right? Are we looking for safety at that point? Right? We don't want to step out into freedom. Okay? So you got to be able to identify your, your, your deep needs of your heart. You got to be able to reflect on your life. Times where you felt filled, proud of yourself. Who, who was involved? What were the circumstances? Any other factors? Um, you you got to be able to identify, you know, feelings of uh, regret, sadness, um, be, feeling defeated, feeling stuck right? Like, oh, I'm not going anywhere. I'm, I'm not making any progress. You got to be able to sit with those things as well. All right. You, you have to be able to. So, cause that's going to give you an indicator so you can actually make a choice to live by your values and say, okay, well, what do I need to do then? Where do I need to be equipped? 
right? In those areas. What do I need, Lord, so I can make progress in this area of my life? Okay? Um, you know, so you got to be willing to face your whole self, right? And we talk about that in the podcast back when I first started this thing, the real and the ideal. You know, you have your real self, you have your ideal self. You have to be willing to face your whole self. You're not supposed to be divided against yourself. Everything that you are as a whole, you're supposed to be able to deal with. All right. Um, so yeah, continuing to ask yourself, what are times in your life when you feel frustrated, empty, annoyed? You know, what experiences come to mind? You know, uh, how are you being? And then think of activities in your life where, you know, where you just sort of get lost in the moment. Where, um, you know, it's rewarding. A rewarding time for you. I want you guys to think about that. Um, I want you guys to think about role models. Who do you look up to? What qualities do they have? Right? And I shared with you guys yesterday, you know, I really appreciate people who um, who have a lot of courage, who are authentic, who are bold, you know, uh, people who know how to set limits, but then still be vulnerable, right? Who have the hardness to them, but then they're still soft, you know, kind of like the human body. Um, I think that's I think that's a great characteristic because the truth is there's going to be evil out there. You got to know how to protect yourself, but you also got to know how to keep yourself open to the love of God and to the people that he's going to bring into your life. Right. You got to know how to do both things, you know. So I, I appreciate those types of, uh, you know, traits, those qualities that people have, you know, people that have freedom. Like I said, courage, authenticity, transparency, people that are steadfast, firm and strong. People who are operating in the grace of God, loyal, mature, people who value uh, growth and progress, you know, people who say that we can do anything, right? There's no excuses. Those are the type of people I value. And as, again, you guys, um, some examples of, we'll, we'll just jump into examples of core values. Um, accountability, achievement, authenticity, ambition, assertiveness, balance, belonging, boldness, calmness, Caref uh, carefulness, challenge, commitment, compassion, community, connection, consistency, contentment, contribution, decisiveness, diligence, discipline, practicality, purpose, professionalism, progress, reliability, resourcefulness, restraint, relationships, security, self-actualization, that's just being self-aware, y'all, self-control, significance, self-worth, stability, Sharing, teamwork, temperance, truth, timeliness, tolerance, trustworthiness, truth-seeking, understanding, unique, unity, vision, vitality, authenticity, effectiveness, empathy, excellence, excitement, exploration, expressiveness, faith, freedom, generosity, goodness, giving, growth, hard work, giving, honesty, hope, humility, independence, inge uh, <laughs> ingenuity, <laughs> identity, increase, justice, leadership, legacy, love, loyalty, obedience, and openness. I just listed off, I don't know, probably like 30, 30 core values. So you guys, I want you to take some time and live those questions. Okay, where are you having the most joy in your life right now? And where are you having the most burden? And write those things down and then figure out, okay, well, what, are, what do I really value? And then figure out how you are going to live by your values in the areas that you're feeling frustrated, stressed, burdened, isolated, whatever, okay? But you gotta be able to identify these parts of yourself. Um, now, now that we lift, lifted off some of the, the values here, um, aim for like 10, all right? Choose 10 of them that, you know, are really important to you. And, uh, you know, that's a, that's a good place to start. 
All right. So number eight. Now, take a few moments to prioritize your top values. Okay. Now, this is going to be challenging because you have to look deep in yourself, right? Um, you. This is important to do too because when you have a decision to make in your life, when you know your top value, it's not going to be so confusing for you. Knowing your values is going to clear away a lot of the confusion. Oh gosh, what am I going to do? If you know your top value, you're always going to make the right decision, right? So if you know your values, it's going to help you make really tough decisions when you feel like you're stuck between the best of both worlds. Okay. So, um, make a list of your top 10, look at the first two on the list and ask yourself, if I could only satisfy one of these, which one would I choose? For me, you guys, it's freedom. <laughs> if I could satisfy any value every single day, be freedom. Oh man, freedom, 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 freedom. I'm always going after freedom. So um, that's gonna be my top value. It's always gonna be freedom, truth, courage, responsibility, and progress. Those are my top five. Now I think about it after looking at that list, I'm like, yeah, you know what? There's, there's, a, there's a couple other ones on there that are really important to me too. Um, but those are my top five, you guys. Um, and so I encourage you guys to take some moments at time today and really get uh, acquainted with yourself in this way. Like I said, you guys can get on Google and type in, you know, uh, core value list. You can also type in uh, positive character traits and you can I get both of those lists out, highlight your character traits. You have them. If you've had any type of progress in your life, any type of good, you have character that it has uh, been you know, in the mix with that, right? There's character in you that resulted in that. So you got to be able to identify that and you got to be able to identify your values as well. Like I said, your deep needs, things that you really just, oh man, I got to have that, right? All right. So, um, number nine, take a few moments. All right. Check your top priority values. Make sure they fit your life and your vision for yourself. So, you know, here's some questions to ask yourself. Do the values that you've picked, do, do you feel good about yourself, right? You feel like, yeah, you know what? I feel whole and fulfilled. Like, I feel like I, I know what I, who I want to be, right? Um, are you proud of them? Are you proud of the top three values? Would you be comfortable to tell people your, your values? And that's why Jesus said, you can't let the fear of man get in the way. You've got to know your values. You've got to know your character and your values. Right? You got to be unashamed. So like I said, when accusation comes, you're not going to be blown away by the wind because you're firm and secure. You've already exposed your motives to God. He already knows, you know. So there's no there's no confusion there. Knowing these things is going to make you more firm, secure, and steadfast. All right? Do these values represent things you would support, even if your choice is more popular and, and put you in the minority? Right? I mean, are you willing to step out that way? We have to be. You guys, that's what Jesus is calling us to. He's like, don't worry about man. Get secure in yourself. Know your character, know your values, know I've given you the grace to do the job. You are equally yoked. You know, we're both pulling the cart. I'm going to teach you how to do this, right? Don't be afraid. We don't have to be afraid, you guys. All right? So, when you take into consideration your values and decision-making, you can be certain to keep a sense of integrity in what you know is right. All right? You can, you can approach your decisions with confidence and clarity because you know and that's why, like I said, that's why it's really important to know your, you know, your top five, you know, and I, I can guarantee you, if you look back at your life and see where you've made the most progress, you'll actually be able to identify the values and the character that you had. Like, wow, how was I being right? What, what brought upon that? You have to be able to unpack your life like that. You guys, it's really, really important. 
All right. So identify and take time to understand your values. It's important. It's challenging, but this is key. This is central. All right. To who you are and who you want to become. Because you're always going to be growing and progressing as a person, right? I mean, you should be. That's what that's what maturity is. We're supposed to be mature in Christ. We're growing in his mind, his mindset, his likeliness. God never dies, right? There's so much to him. So what we're never going to quit growing and maturing and, and being made in the image of Christ. That's never going to change, right? All right. So become aware of these important factors. Use them as a guide to make the best choices in your life. All right. Um, some of the decisions you're going to make is really going to be just dependent upon what you value the most. And if you know what you value, then you guys are going to be so solid and secure. I'm just, I'm so excited to see, hear from you guys of how that journey is going to be going for you. You guys can share this stuff on my Facebook page too. I love to hear your feedback on this. All right. Um, you're not going to be, uh, you know, blown to the left and to the right. All right. When you have all these options, you're going to, you're going to know, you're going to rely on your core values and use them as a guiding force to point you in the right direction. Right? Because that's your, those are your deep, deep needs. Right? Your deep needs are your core values. And then your character is going to result. Because in order to live out your values and what you need, your, your character is going to come in line with that. Right? You got to be a person of character to get your needs met. There's certain character traits. You got to know both, you guys. So take some time today. Um, and if you, oh man, I don't have really good character. You have some. You have some good results in your life. Um, if, if, if you are still struggling with that, then you got to really go back to the beginning of the podcast and you've got to get out from underneath condemnation, blame and shame. And you've got to learn how to accept God's grace in your life. That's it. If you struggle, you have not learned to accept love and grace. I can tell you that right now. And, uh, if you haven't learned to accept that, you're always going to be stuck in performance mode. You're not going to have a solid identity. And then, you know, it's going to be your fault at the end of the day for not wanting to, uh, you know, look at your life from another perspective. Right. So anyway, you guys, I better get off here. I love you so much. Um, Hope you guys have a wonderful rest of the day and I will see you guys tomorrow.